Hey, good evening, guys. Thank you for joining me for Committed Man on a Monday evening. Uh, I'll be very brief tonight. If this is your first time to join us on Committed Man, we are just a group of men who are consistently going after God and the things of God and doing the best we can to be better husbands, uh, brothers, just men of God, father figures. Um, it's very important that we uh, become the leader that God called us to be. So uh, I titled this tonight, um, You Better Be Ready, because um, if you're not ready, the devil is going to put a whooping on you. And we're going to read about that tonight in Acts. I was reading my Bible today, and um, I finished up in Acts 19, and um, moving on into Acts 20 here pretty quick. Uh, Tim, good to see you. Brandon, thanks for joining me. Um, it's good to see you guys. All right, so let's just go into Acts 19, and we're reading about Paul, and he's in a little place called Ephesus. And uh, I want to start with verse 11. It says, uh, God did extraordinary miracles through Paul, so that even handkerchiefs and aprons that had touched him were taken to the sick, and their illnesses were cured, and the evil spirits left them. So many people, they want to touch like Sunday when I preached, I said a lot of people want a double portion, but they don't want to go through double the trouble. And so there was a group of boys, of uh, sons. We'll just say sons. So I'm going I'm to call them boys right now because they got their butts handed to them. And uh, this is happening starting up in uh, verse 13 of the same chapter. Some Jews who went around driving out evil spirits tried to invoke the name, tried tried to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus over those who were demon-possessed. They would, they would say, they said it like this, in the name of Jesus, who Paul preaches, I command you to come out. So they were kind of walking the walk and talking the talk, so to speak, but they didn't have it. They didn't have the it factor. They didn't have, they didn't have Jesus. They didn't have the Holy Spirit. They just had words. They just had the actions. Uh, I'll just say this. They appeared to walk the walk and talk the talk. They said, in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, because you can copy somebody and not have the power, I command you to come out. Seven sons of Sceva. So Sceva was, it says, a Jewish chief priest were doing this. Okay, He had seven sons, and they were doing this. One day the evil spirit answered them so they were probably like oh hold up wait a minute wait a minute now we're having some conversation with the devil he answered them jesus I, I know jesus jesus i know and i know about paul yeah but who in verse 15 he says but who are you and when somebody says you know, in a way they say it like, if, you're, if you see another guy and they say, somebody comes up to you and kind of fronts on you or makes a move on you when you're younger, you're, maybe there's going to be a fight, and somebody says, who do you think you are? I mean, right then you know it's on. He said, but who are you? Verse 16, then the man who had the evil spirit jumped on them and overpowered them all. He gave them such a beating 
that they ran out of the house naked and bleeding. He whooped the dog out of them. He whooped their clothes off of them, kicked their butts to tomorrow, into tomorrow, and they were bleeding. They were naked. And uh, I'll just tell you this. You don't want a revival to start off of your butt getting whooped by the devil. Verse 17, it says, When this became known to the Jews and Greeks living in Ephesus, they were all seized with fear, and the name of the Lord Jesus was held in high honor. Many of those who believed now came and openly confessed their evil deeds. I don't want the Lord to make an example out of me by me getting my butt kicked by the devil. I want to be on the other end of this. I want to be on the dealing end. You don't want to be on the receiving end. We might should have changed the name of this title. I might should have changed the uh, title of this today and talked about being on the dealing end, not the receiving end. What I'm talking about in this sense. Now, I love to receive the blessings of God, but when it goes to dealing to the devil, hey, I don't want him dealing to me. I want to deal the hurt and the pain to him. I want to sock him right in the teeth. And man, I'm empowering you tonight through the name of Jesus, not through man. His word, the word of God, read it. It's powerful. Use it to your advantage. Don't just read it. Read a story like this and say to yourself, I will not be this. I am not going to be this person. I vow that I'm going to put my trust in Jesus. I'm going to follow after him. I'm going to turn away from sin. I'm going to set my eyes on him, my focus on him, and I'm going to have him completely indwelling and full in my heart. And when he's in my heart, when I am full of the Holy Spirit, then when I go, and I better be ready, because it's coming. And when it comes, and when you have that moment where you say, I need the name of Jesus right now. It might not be casting out a spirit or a demon. It might be that you need to pray over your child who's running a 105 degree temperature and you can't get to the emergency room in time. It might be that somebody's hurt, somebody's sick. It could be a number of things. And you need to call on the name of Jesus. And you need Jesus. You need the spirit realm needs to know who you are. Whether you're speaking to a demon or you're speaking to God and God says, I, who are you? Or the devil says, or the, the demon says, who are you? I've got God so strong in my heart that when I speak to a demon, get out. When I speak to sickness, get out. When I speak to infirmity, when I speak to depression, get out. Enemy, get out of my home, get out of my life, get out of my marriage. They, okay. I have to listen to you because it's not just you talking. It's not just you running your mouth at me. This is this is the Holy Spirit. This is the Holy Ghost working through you. Men, it's powerful. When you read stuff like this, it'll fire you up. It'll fire you up. I want you guys to be ready. Guys, it's good to see you. Martin, thank you for uh, jumping on here. Uh, I like he said, keep your foot on his neck. And uh, Brandon Beck says, amen, yes, amen. Uh, good to see you guys. Uh, I hope you're having a great day today. Uh, you know, God is good and he's doing a great thing. Excited about revival. Um, good things are coming. Be ready. Um, this Sunday. I mean, um, I'll be honest with you. There was a lot of people there this past Sunday and the weather was horrible. I, I mean, I was blown away. We had people coming to church that were older and you know, I just thought I thought our older crowd would just not even come to church because it was this pretty miserable Sunday. Just nasty, raining, thunderstorm, lightning, hailing, and uh, you know, with better weather uh, and people 
missing this past Sunday, you better show up early because I just feel like God is going to draw people close. He's drawing them to him. And uh, I believe the house is going to be full. And I, I'm excited about a full house of worshipers because a lot of worship and praise going up, I believe, is just tearing down some walls of the enemy. I believe that there's great things coming, bigger and better things than we've ever seen, deliverance, healings, uh, chains being broken, bondage just broken off of people. That's what we want. This is why, why do we do this? Why do we? Why do you read your word? Why do you pray? I mean, it's, there's not. It's not for selfish gain. We do this because I mean, we need results. I mean, we are human beings on an earth that is full of sin and full of temptation, and we're like, you know, we got to work, and it's just sometimes can be miserable. But I don't want to live a miserable life. I don't want to. I don't want to live a miserable life. I want to be happy while I'm here. Uh, I want to help other people to get to uh, a life of happiness and wholeness and completeness through Jesus Christ. So. Go out there, invite somebody. When you're sharing your testimony, let let the joy come out. Let your excitement come out. Uh, they might have to tell you, "Hey, I, I got I got a man. You told me you got five minutes, and here we are, thirty minutes in this phone call, and you're just going on and going on and going on." Well, it's because you are excited about what God has done. Can't wipe the smile off my face. Can't wipe the smile off your face. Man, I'm happy for you. I'm happy that God has done a work in your life. I'm happy for the ones that are watching this, that God is working on you. He's doing some things. Don't stop it. Don't be the roadblock to God. Don't put your foot out there. Don't put your hand out and try to stiff arm. Well, I'm thinking about some sermon titles right now. Don't put, don't stiff arm God. I mean, we just had the Super Bowl. You know, you got to be in a, in a, in a position and a posture of receiving and receiving his blessings. And so, men, accept it. Accept the correction. Accept the coaching. Accept the the mentoring. Accept the word of God, how it pricks your heart. You read it and you're like, oh, man, that's, ooh, that's me right now. I don't want to tell anybody what I just read today because it convicted me. You're going to have those days. When that happens, just let it work. Let it just simmer in here and change you and rearrange you because we've been tore up from the floor, but, but God, amen. Guys, I love you very much. 122 miles an hour. Mike Morrison, good to see you tonight. Good night, men. Have a great night. Pray that we sleep tonight. I believe we can. I don't want to be up all night. I need a little bit of rest. God bless you, and we'll see you guys later.